2: are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network. Your on. team every Locked day. Locked
0: on. Locked. Locked. Locked, on. Locked on
1: Cowboys Locked On. Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore underscoreMosier. And joining me today, as always, is my lovely co-host, Landon McCool. Wow. wow. Can, yeah, I know, lovely. I changed it up on you. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. Landon, another win for the Cowboys. This feels kind of nice. I think I can get used to it.
0: I mean, we're throwing around words like lovely. We must be feeling very flowery and good about ourselves <laughs> at this point uh, at 4-1. and one. Uh, Yeah, it was it was another fun victory. Um you know, obviously, we'll get into the specifics, but uh, it, 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 we talked, you know, just to kind of get into it up from the 10,000 foot view. We talked before the game that we thought it would go one of two ways, right? That the Cowboys would get on them early and kind of bleed them dry, or that it would be kind of a tight first half, right? And then the mm-hmm. Cowboys would kind of pull away in the second half. Uh, it looks like the, uh, the latter was the, uh, the choice of, of the game.
1: So, yeah, in case you missed this game, the Cowboys did get their fourth win of the season. They won 44-20. It it did play out a lot like we thought, Landon. Like we thought this would be a close game uh, for the first couple quarters, and it was. Uh, I'm looking Mm -hmm. at the play log right now. uh, With 11 minutes left in the third quarter, this was a 17-13 type of game. And that's with Mike Glennon in this. And all of a sudden, over the next couple of minutes, uh, I believe we're looking into the fourth quarter. At the beginning of the fourth quarter, it's thirty-seven to twenty. Excuse me, thirty-four to thirteen. Uh, at the end of the third quarter, so like, I don't want to tutor on horror, but we kind of predicted this, right? Like, we thought this would be a game where the Cowboys would have a monster third quarter. They did. Uh, they did what good teams do, right? They they blew out the Giants. That's what you have to do if you want to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I know it wasn't perfect. It was sloppy. They made mistakes, but it just shows you the talent differential between these two teams, right?
0: That's it. Exactly. You know, to me, yes, it was not the, the world's best game, but I think that's kind of even somehow made it even more impressive when you look at the final score. I mean, this was a division rival that you beat by twenty-four points. You know, uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty crazy. And it could have uh, been like
1: forty points. That's the oh thing. yeah, it easily could have been forty.
0: Yeah, I mean, the fact that they're – that's, I guess, my point is that the fact that they played, you know, this level of game, you know, this quality of game, which we would consider to be, you know, especially early on, not one of their better football games. And we're still able to win by 24 points, you know, running away from this thing. um, You know, I think that just shows you the talent this team has and and kind of shows you where they are in the kind of hierarchy of, of, of the NFL right now.
1: Uh, so we've got a million different things to talk about, but we are doing this show live on YouTube, Landon. So we get some questions uh, on the show, and I think this is a good one to to start. Uh, uh, you know, our podcast. Uh, this question from Ranking: Why do teams still throw at Trevon Diggs? I, I, I don't <laughs> know, Landon. Uh, he has six interceptions now. He probably should have had a couple more in this game. Like Daniel Jones was dying to throw him an interception. He didn't ultimately do it, but Mike Glennoncher uh,
0: helped him out there. This Travon Diggs, not bad, right? He's, he's not bad. I think we're going to keep him. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, look, I, I, I was asking the question after week three. I was asking the question after last week. I'm certainly asking the question again why are teams throwing at Trayvon Diggs? And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that there is a, some risk versus reward there. I mean, I think he is taking some gambles and, and ultimately that, you know, that's going to pay off for, for teams at some point. Right, right. But he's choosing such key times to take his gambles and he's really taking, you know, very calculated risks. So it's not huge, 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 like, you know, game changing losses when he's, when he's guessing wrong. So, uh, you know, I, I just think he's playing lights out and and really, uh, honestly, if if the ball is in his neighborhood, he's just such a threat to go high point it no matter, you know, who he's covering at the time that they should just avoid his side of the field. Frankly, it's, it's ridiculous now.
1: He's playing outstanding football. He's got so much confidence right now. I think he feels like every pass that's targeted to him should be his. Um mm-hmm. it's hard to mark an argument that it's not. He's playing just unbelievable. Um, all right, let's talk about Dak Prescott. Obviously, this is a big game for him. He got injured in Week Five last year. We don't need to go through all that. But I thought he started the game a little sloppy. Like I think he yeah. was a little too hyped up, and we we saw that with you know maybe a snap that he should have handled better, a couple throws that you know, he missed. But for the most part, I, he was really, really good this game. I'm going to read you his stats, lane. and then 22 of 32 for 302 yards, uh, three touchdowns, one interception, averaged 9.4 yards per attempt. Probably not even in his top three games of the season so far, but this just shows you where the floor is for Prescott right now, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that it shows you. I mean, he starts out at, at, a, at a level that, you know, is definitely kind of trending towards mm-hmm. one of his – worst games that he's played in a little while uh, and then to kind of be able to just turn it around and, and turn it on a dime and, and toss a beautiful 49 yard touchdown uh, pass to, to, to lamb and stride. And then suddenly from there, he just was pouring it on. You know, there were still times when he was the ball was a little bit off or, or it wasn't quite where it needed to be, uh, or at least, you know, in the comparison to where we have been comparing Dak these last few weeks. But having said that, I, I, I do agree. I think that they were, you know they were clearly in a, <laughs> I mean, just by their choices at the end of the game, you could clearly tell that they were anxious about trying to really pour it on yeah. than the Giants, and, and so <laughs> they really, you know, were were pressing to kind of just keep attacking and attacking. And you know, I mean, ultimately it it led to some pressed plays, which you know can cause problems, and you know, thankfully didn't cause any injuries. But but I think ultimately when you look at it. I mean, we're so spoiled that a 68.8% completion percentage day for Dak Prescott is, you know, is is considered to be one of his bad games so far this year. Uh,
1: uh, we should also mention the, the other throw that the Cowboys had in this game, Cedric Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, he completed a pass. Good for him. The throw the throw was awful, and he made the wrong read. I don't, I don't know yep. if you saw CeeDee Lamb running down the sideline for which one. They were
0: be? both open. Like, that's the thing is that both, <laughs> both guys, like, it seemingly, they both fell down. Both their defenders fell down. So, uh, yeah, Lamb was definitely more open. I kind of feel like that uh, he probably would have been a better candidate to catch the ball, even if it was underthrown a well, little bit.
1: I also had some people asking why did they decide to use that play in this game when they were already up by double digit scores? Because
0: um, they're because they're I mean like I said they're trying to pour it on to the Giants spiteful, first of right? all right like he, yeah. they
1: wanted to blow this game out. We talked about this on Friday, Landon. Like, Kellen Moore had an axe to grind. They felt like last year was their year, and the Giants robbed them of that. They wanted yeah. to score fifty on them in this game, and they were going to do it however close. they could. They almost did. Yeah. They they were pretty they almost close.
0: Did it. Uh, yeah, um, and I, I think you know, I think maybe what they're also doing is setting something else I up. I mean, I, that, yeah. that's probably not the final form of that play, I would imagine. I, I would imagine
1: probably not. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about TV Stream. It brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Uh, We should also talk about the running backs, Landon, because the Cowboys rushing game once again was phenomenal. Another day of over 200 yards rushing. Ezekiel Elliott, 21 carries for 110 yards. And the touchdown, Tony Pollard, 14 for 75 Pollard could have actually had a bigger day in this one. He had a – was it probably a 40-yard run taken back by a holding call that we didn't even get to see. Um, they just ran the ball extremely, extremely well. Uh, was that surprising to you?
0: Uh, no. I mean, you know, I think that we talked about how they were susceptible on the edge and on the second level of this defense. And, and, and like we've mentioned before, you know, this is this is the Gozer offense. You, you, you choose the final form of what, what yeah. how you will get destroyed – uh, and, and they chose to kind of you know play a shell and, and, and let the Cowboys kind of run at them like a, several other teams have. I mean, clearly teams would prefer that you run the football to, uh, on them than
2: uh, – Which uh, I, I think makes them. sense,
1: right? Because – Yeah, we sure. and, and actually the Giants strategy worked to a degree at the part of this game because it was halftime and the Cowboys had 17 points, right? Like Now, that doesn't sound like a ton, but they were – the Giants had their opportunities, right? Like weren't getting big big plays in the passing game. They were they were able to keep it close. The so problem is it. that
0: ult- ultimately coaches are coaches, right? And and when you start getting six you know six and a half yards per carry, I don't know where they were early on uh, before things kind of evened out. But at that early clip that they were getting yards, like eventually you know the, the defensive coach is just gonna be like, hey, send the safety in the box. I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. And then when they do that. You go over the top of Bradbury to lay him for, like I said, the 49-yard walk-in touchdown. So that's what they did.
1: Uh, The running game was just really good. Both those guys were fantastic. This is easily the best I've seen Zeke look in several years. Like Mm -hmm. I I think he looks better now than he did in 2018. I think he definitely looks better than he did in 2017. So they're they're just running really well. I actually like the split that they had today. Uh, Mm -hmm. There was a point where Zeke had – I think it was like 20 touches and Pollard was at 10. I mean, I mean, I you know I love Tony Pollard, but I'm fine with that. Like that's that's the right amount as long as Paul as long as Zeke's not getting into the 24, 25, is where it gets a little bit out of whack. But I I had no problem with how they were using their backs today.
0: Yeah, I mean, tw- you know, Pollard also got another 28 in the air. So you know, it's it's like he basically had over 100 yards total anyways too. So. You know that's that's what we're looking for. I think both Zeke with something like 120 total yards. Yeah, I mean,
1: sorry, real quick. Pollard had 18 touches and Ezekiel Elliott had 23.
0: Perfect, fantastic, sounds great. Yeah, and 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 obviously was efficient. They maintained a a, a split that you know wasn't overloading either of them. And again, we you know we keep referencing it's a long season, so uh, the more you can kind of split that up and keep them fresh. That's the thing is they never look tired. You know, it's never to the point at the end of the game that either look exhausted or just worn out like we've seen with Zeke when he's gotten 30 plus carries in a game before. So this has really worked out for both parties.
1: Uh, All right. Let's talk about the Cowboys defense. I thought they did a really good job in this game. I know they gave up points at the end of this one. Um, I'm not really concerned about it. I know Mike Glennon was a field goal drive right after halftime. But I think they started off the game with three straight stops. Um, yeah. the giants had to make some unbelievable place to move the ball down the field. Like one of the c- catches that Katerius Tony had was just unreal. And you can't play defense better than that. I uh, defense had a, a really, really nice day today, Lena.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's being a lot blown of on, 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 you know, kind of how close it was at certain points, but I mean, again, you're minus two, uh, you know, you've, you've given the ball away twice, uh, so I, I think you know, the, the, like you mentioned that they were. If you, it was funny because you, you go into the half up a touchdown, and you look at at where the where the, the Giants were, where the Cowboys were, and the, in, in the you know fans are like, man, they can't stop them. They can't stop them. And I was like. I mean, look at the stats. Just look. at I mean, I, well, I, I know what the score is, but look, look. They're not doing anything. Even when Daniel Jones left the game, he was less. He was completing less than fifty percent of his passes. Can you know, I
1: they, can I read the play by the play drives to them? Just yeah. I want to show you how. When you're watching a game, you can kind of get caught up in how things yeah. are going. But when you look back at it, all right. So after the interception, so they had a short field. Six plays, fifteen yards, miss field goal. Three plays, one yard punt. Three plays, seven yards punt. Seven yeah. plays, 42 yards, and a 52-yard field goal. Fine. 12 plays, 88 yards, and that's the big uh, a touchdown. That's the big one that they had at Kadarius Tony. Great drive by the Giants there. Fine. Uh, one plays, six yards, halftime. Seven plays, 42 yards, field goal. Not great. Uh, interception, turnover on downs, interception, end of the game. If their teams are gonna have some nice drives on you. It's just not that big of a deal. Like when you have so many punts and turnovers like that, it's just you're fine. And they they really weren't moving the ball until the score was 34 to 13. Give the Cowboys defense credit. I thought, I thought they were really really good today.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you know the, the, the counter argument is gonna be you know look who they were playing. And, Don't and, care. And, it's yeah, NFL yeah, offense, okay, right? Yeah, it's NFL players. Like I mean, we're just we're just trying to get through the game, and ultimately they didn't even score 20 points, you know? So it's like you, 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 you didn't, they didn't even score 20 points. I mean, they scored 20 points while getting the ball two extra times. You know, they, I think they had zero points off of those two turnovers, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, I I mean, I think there's some things that need to be cleaned up that led to some of those points. Uh, obviously I think, you know, if you were raised that 49 yard reception, uh, from Kadarius, Tony, where, Brown like yeah. turned around and like missed the ball, uh, it, 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 which is kind of fluky, you know. I mean, they, they that drive kind of ends and, and, and you know, things kind of go from there. It's 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 it, and not not to play, you know, take one away, take one away here, but it wasn't like sustained, you know, uh, it was yeah, like eight yards here, anything. nine yards, yeah. here. like it
1: was one big play and it was another big play. That's it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so ultimately, you know, I think it was a good performance by the defense. They were rotating guys at the end, too. I, you know, I think that they, you know, there was a certain point where they know they knew where the game was, you know, and, and I think they, they, they knew that the, the Giants defense weren't going to be able to stop the Cowboys offense in any real meaningful way mm-hmm. at a certain point. So I think that they just kind of were trying to keep it all in front of them, you know, allow the Giants to move the ball, but also kill clock while they're doing it to just try to get out of this game.
1: All right, let's do some winners and losers from this game, Landon. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar. You guys know Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate, amazing flavors, and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next box at BuiltBar.com.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, winners and losers. Uh, we got to start with Dak, right? To be able to come back from that injury, to play as well as he did, he's really my big winner in this one. And I feel like now that he's gotten through this game, he actually had a play where I think it was jo- Julian Love was kind of grabbing him around that ankle and he still made a throw. I, yep. I just feel like he's kind of buried that injury, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think th- this was kind of the last of those sort of milestones, you know, of, of kind of getting through this injury, whether it's. Get his first practice reps, be getting into real live reps in, in a preseason game, or, or sorry, he never got a preseason game, but getting a real live reps in a, in a regular season game, and now kind of going to the scene of the crime and, and actually getting yeah. twisted sort of in a similar way, and and being able to walk away. I think it just gave uh it gave him you know, peace of mind and, and and to kind of get through that. And I also think you know, like we said. It was more than that. He he wanted to push past it and 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 dominate and, yes. and actually go out there and like you know embarrass. And I think ultimately, when that you know when that pressing kind of backfired, it was was not until he really just settled into his game uh, that you really started to see it you know started to shine again. And I think that's you know really where where things sort of turned for him, uh, and he started to play much much better football in like the later part of the second half.
1: Do you remember when Adam Schefter said earlier this year that he would never be 100% for
0: the entire season? I do. I, I remember a just lot of people dumb. suggesting uh, a lot of things like that, frankly. A couple of things. And I co- constantly remember it when I yeah, watched I just, it, just I love it.
1: just throwing that out there. Uh, this is the number of points the Cowboys have scored in their last eight home games with Dak Prescott.
0: Are you ready? I am so ready. 44-36, 41-37, 38-40, 47-44. Team 40 burger. It's here. It's I mean,
1: This offense at home is lights out and that's exactly what you need to do. uh, When you, you you have Dak Prescott, you have have a team that's built around your offense. So good job by him. Loser, uh, Jason Garrett. Uh, No other reason besides just being Jason Garrett. Uh, Next one. Let's get some more winners, right? Um, Who do you got? Give me, give me a winner. One of your big winners in this game.
0: Man, I thought CD Lamb really had a good answer game tonight. You know, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen him kind of uh, be uh, have a successful night as a receiver. I thought he had had you know some nights where he had a couple of good passes. He had a couple of games where he had a high target count and just kind of never converted the way he wanted. Uh, he ends up uh, four uh, six targets, four catches for eighty four yards, and a touchdown. Had a nice punt return as well. Uh, Perfect. I mean, he nice. just absolutely embarrassed Bradbury on that. Uh, on that uh, nine route that, I mean, he just ran past him. And it was just, that was one of the most beautiful, like deep throws and catches I've ever seen. I, I thought seen. Dak
1: overthrew it, to be honest, when he first let it go.
0: I, I did too. And, 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 and Lamb caught it like in stride, like a ba- in a basket. It was just absolutely beautiful. It was really well done.
1: Uh, CD Lamb has only uh, 14 targets over the last three weeks. It seems low, but when your offense is putting up 40 points per game, I don't know if you can really complain about it, right? they're supposed no, to be getting Michael Gallup back here. Not next week, but after the bye. This team is absolutely loaded with weapons. Um, loser. Can I call Dalton Schultz a loser? I he, he had a good game, right? I think he had 70 yards. But you got to make that catch in the red zone, right? Like I know this is the Giants and it ended up not mattering. But that's twice this year he's had plays where I think he should have kind of squeezed on the ball and made a little bit tougher catch in traffic. It's just it tough it's really catch, my only yeah, knock on him.
0: He should have made the catch for sure. Um, it was you know, it was a tough spot. You you kind of w- wish the Dak maybe put a little bit more on him or a little bit more in front of him. Uh, but I, I agree. He's got both hands on it. It's in the red zone. You gotta make it. It's
1: a that little catch. bit tougher there, and it, it'll be he'll be fine. Uh, how about our, our guy, Osa Odigizua? Just another tackle for a loss. Just
0: yeah, another tackle for play. losses, just making plays in there. I mean, I I don't know if they gave him a sack for that uh for that fumble or fumbled snap, that they got. But, I don't think but, they, I, mean, I don't think they did, but that's okay. Yeah. He's just, he was just around the ball a lot all the time, yeah. and, and you know, obviously, I think another three QB hits for Parsons as well. Besides his linebacker play, uh, and he played really well as a linebacker too. I definitely noticed him on a couple different stops. Um, yeah, I got I, I a couple think, more. Yeah, give me Tyler Biotish loser? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I, I got to say, Dak, Dak was it was on Dak for one of those snaps. I oh yes, yeah. Uh, but the other one, yeah, I mean, that was on him.
1: The other uh, thing is the
0: snaps are coming out
1: so slow. We talked about this last year. Like teams are getting a beat on Biash because the snaps are so slow that they're able to get a, you know a little jump on the tackles. It just It is a little concerning.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, I think there's a reason that they're still working McGovern in at practice, you yeah. know, every week at center. So uh, we'll see what that ultimately happens to the position. How about Jabril Cox for a winner? Listen, I mean, you know, it's making it's, that play. That the on the edge, hurt, but he made. A play. Yeah, yeah, but he made the play. I, yeah, I certainly don't want to get anybody to get injured, but I thought, you know, he what a great play to get out there and make the tackle and keep him short of the end zone. Uh, you know, just l- lots of just great individual performances. I, I, I you know, I think. Uh, Kadarius Tony uh, is is got to be a loser despite his uh, despite his incredible performance that we should talk about. He had a yards receiving, uh, but he also you know got kicked out for throwing uh, throwing and then missing a sucker punch, which is uh, on national television, which is pretty embarrassing. So uh, yeah, uh, there's that too.
1: Yeah, it's very typical for Giants receivers to have big performances and losses, and that's all people talk about, right?
0: Just, yeah, it's kind of their M.O. That's what they do,
1: right? I mean, listen, you got to hang on to something if you're a Giants fan. There's yeah. not a lot to be excited about. Uh,
0: you better hope that Kadarius Tony is not on a boat right now. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Last guy no I want to mention.
0: That's good. That's good.
1: Uh, Malik Hooker uh, didn't make mm-hmm. one big play, but I didn't see him on the field a lot more than usual. And I just got a feeling that the Cowboys are trying to slowly work him into the rotation. Um, I, I Jaron Curse had a bunch of tackles in this game. I don't think this was his best game. Malik Hooker, I do think this is his best game since being a Cowboy. So I, I just somebody I wanted to mention. Any thoughts on him or any other Cowboys before we head out?
0: I would say that Hooker is the guy that's going to be the biggest beneficiary to those snaps lost by Jalen Smith, because yep. I think Curse will end up taking those a lot of Smith's snaps. Uh, and then that means hooker is getting on the field more because you're moving curse down as more of a nickel linebacker type. So uh, look for hooker to be on the field a little bit more as, as he gets healthier. Uh, clearly he's a talented guy and you know, the Cowboys are again, have a, uh, have a embarrassment of riches at safety, which is the hardest sentence for me to say out loud still and still mean it.
1: All right. So the last thing I wanted to say before we head out Um I said after this game, this was a a big game for the Cowboys for a couple different reasons. It's a divisional game. It's a game they're favored to win. They needed to win it. We both said, hey, good teams blow out bad opponents. It's what the Cowboys did. So, yes, Landon, I'm starting to actually believe that this is a really, really good Cowboys team. It's not just a team that might be able to squeak into the playoffs and maybe can compete in round one. Like You watch football today. You watch the Packers. You watch some of these other games. Dallas can play with any team in this league. Like, there's not a noticeable difference from any team for the Cowboys. So obviously things are going to have to go their way. They're going to have to stay healthy and all that kind of stuff. But Cowboys are good. That's that's all I wanted to say.
0: Yeah, and, and it's not even just that they're good, but they're good while playing with a whole bunch of guys, which means that their talent, their talent base is going to get better as the season goes on because their young players are playing a lot. Mm-hmm. And they are missing – key players on both offense and defense that will be returning on the other side of the buy. Uh, so this team actually is probably going to improve uh, not just because of the young players, but because of the uh, of the veteran injection that it will get of, of health uh, on the other side of the buy. And I, there's a, a very real chance that they go into that bye five and one with a complete stranglehold of the NFC East. Um and, it's, and that's, e- that's Even that's if it's
1: they're 4-2, let's say they slip up in New England next week, which is totally possible, right? It's not that big of a deal, right? You still are going to be up at least a game on everybody in that division. You're supposed to be getting back, let's say, after the bye. Lyle Collins, Michael Gallup, Donovan Wilson, Neville Gallimore. That's four starters right there. And
0: Demarcus Lawrence, maybe. I well, mean, we'll see about Marcus Lawrence. That. I think
1: he's probably yeah. a little closer to Thanksgiving. Kelvin Joseph will be coming back. Like you just got a lot of guys – I mean, Sean McEwen is the most important one, of course. Uh, but you got a lot of guys who can come back and actually contribute and help a team that's already playing really well. If you are a Cowboys fan, it's okay to get your hopes up with this team because I do think they're legitimately good for the first time since, I don't know, to the end of 2016. Like, this is easily the best. I, I, In fact, Landon, I'll say this. I feel better about this team than I did that 2016 team despite them going 13-3 and because... Dak is just a way, way better quarterback, right? Like when you've got a guy playing at this elite level, your ceiling is really high.
0: They had a wider talent base now too. I, mean, oh, I think yeah. that's the thing. They're, they're not as top heavy as maybe they were then. And they've got um, multiple this- paths
1: to victory, right? Like they yeah. don't have to just run the ball and keep games close to win it that way. They can, they can rush for 200 yards. They can throw for 400. They can win by a defensive game. So Uh, Just a really, really good team. Uh, That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back on Tuesday to do some questions and some All-22 film review. We've got a crossover podcast later this week. We've got a preview show with the Patriots. Uh, A lot going on here on the Lockdown Network, so make sure you're subscribing. You can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys. You can follow Lane and Abigail BCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the win. We'll see you next time.